Are you confused about real food and what's healthy and good for the planet? Do you need the facts about local, organic, and sustainable food? Well, get ready to change the way you eat. Get ready for The Appropriate Omnivore with Aaron Zober. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Appropriate Omnivore. I'm your host, Aaron Zober, covering lifestyles in the world of real food. Today's show, I'm doing something a little bit different. Last week, I attended the Natural Products Expo West. For this show, I'll be recapping the highlights. No guests, just me talking about the takeaways I discovered in terms of natural food trends and new products. Oh, and while there's no featured interview, I will be playing sound bites from exhibitors at the show and their experience. All of these were recorded on the floor at the Expo West, so you may hear some background noise. So now, let's hear from the exhibitors. Hi everybody, this is Sandeep Agarwal from Pure Indian Foods at Expo West booth in Anaheim, California. I'm delighted to be here doing a trade show after two years. You know, it's so fantastic. And I didn't expect over 65,000 people, I believe, are here from all over the world. And we got to showcase our new products here. So along with our complete line of grass-fed organic ghee products, this time we launched a set of condiments, you know, organic hot sauce, some mango chutney, tamarind paste, alfonso mango, and we have a line of organic spices. But I think it's so good to meet people face to face once again, to be able to see their faces without a mask. You know, obviously by following all the precautions that we need to, it is still, we realize that yes, we can do meetings on Zoom for some time, but nothing can replace meeting people face to face. You know, you can never take away that human connection. And my plan is to do a couple of more shows this year and connect with our customers and make more new customers. Hey Aaron, this is Rick Field from Rick's Picks. Good to see you again. Enjoyed meeting in Vegas and now here we are in Anaheim. This show has been really quite successful from a business perspective. I think it's exceeded our expectations. All of our various formats and channels have been well received here. However, I feel that the most compelling and memorable part of the show has been the opportunity to reconnect with old friends. You don't realize how long two years is until you haven't seen someone you really like for two years. Hey, this is Paul Cryer from Charcuterie Nouveau in Denver, and this has been a good show. It's a little bit strange being one of the few exhibitors sampling protein that's animal-based. It's been an eye-opener, the diversity of products that have been produced now from plants, but we'll continue to stay true to our European sausage building methods, and we'll just keep elevating our procurement so we become cleaner and cleaner, and partner at a more conscious level with whoever's growing our protein. Okay, hi, I'm Ashley with Redmond Real Salts, and super fun to be at Expo West this year. This is actually my first year, and a lot of people are saying it's so fun to be back in person. There's a lot here, a lot of really cool companies, products. Definitely enjoying it and definitely want to come back. This is Jeff Sutton from To Your Health Sprouted Flower Company. Came to California from Alabama to display once again at Expo West and looking forward to new customers and friends meeting with them that haven't seen in a couple of years. It's been a really good experience to see the people come out. 95% of the people are maskless. Imagine that in California. We're alive and well and thriving and doing business the old-fashioned way. 
it's been a very good show so far and looking forward to the next show down the road. I'm Noah Bleich with the Tiva. It's our first time at the Expo West. We're having a great time. So many great products, great people. I think if you're fed enough, people are happy. As you can tell, a diverse amount of companies exhibited at the show. I'll play more throughout, but now let me get to the recap part of the show. I started attending the Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim in 2011. Since then, I've attended all but one year. And then came 2020, where the Expo West was scheduled to take place two weeks after COVID-19 was declared a pandemic. So the 2020 show didn't happen, nor did 2021. But both years, the New Hope Network put on virtual expos. It was great being able to connect with my favorite natural product brands online, and I was able to make many new contacts. Still, there's something about being able to meet in person. So it was exciting to finally have the show back in Anaheim. Expo West is wonderful not only for connecting face-to-face -face with the producers of food I love, but also to learn about trends in the natural products world. I'm now going to list my five takeaways from the show. The first and biggest takeaway from the conference is that more companies are understanding the importance of regenerative agriculture and are going for regenerative labels. In the 2019 Expo West show, there were a few exhibitors promoting regenerative practices. This show, the list has substantially grown. There are several different programs to certify that a product is regenerative. One is the Savory Institute's Land to Market. Chris Kirsten was part of a seminar talking about the Land to Market certification, and many Land to Market participants were at the show. In 2019, Applegate released their regenerative label, the New Food Collective at the Expo West. This year, they introduced their hot dog, which is part of the collective, and had them to sample. Another company with land-to-market certification, who was present in Anaheim, was Alexander Family Farm, whose founders, Blake and Stephanie Alexander, were guests on this show last year. Then there was the wonderful grass-fed beef ranchers Thousand Hills, who now have land-to-market certification on all their products, which range from steaks, to sausages, to jerkies, to pre-made meals. There was also General Mills, who at the past few in-person Expo Wests have had great booths demonstrating how regenerative agriculture works. The regenerative products include Epic Beef Bars. And speaking of Epic Beef Bars, their founders have since started the meat company Force of Nature, who exhibited the show and are part of Land to Market as well. And Wilcox Family Farms, also at the Expo, and who make some of the best pasture-raised eggs, now have the Land to Market label on their products. Another label which companies are using is Regenerative Organic Certified. This program is a joint venture between the Rodale Institute, Dr. Bronner, and Patagonia. Dr. Bronner has the label on their wonderful chocolates, which are sweetened with coconut sugar. Also, Blake and Stephanie have this certification for the Alexander Family Farm Dairy, along with Land to Market. A third regenerative label is Certified Regenerative from a Greener World. Heart Dairy was a new discovery of mine at the Expo West. I learned all about their excellent practices, dairy farmers, and that they're working with the Greener World to have regenerative certification. And now, there's yet another regenerative label. Soil science pioneer Gabe Brown and grass-fed farming pioneer Dr. Alan Williams, Ph.D., 
gave a talk as well as had an exhibitor booth to learn about their verification label called Regenified. Other exhibitors who are sourcing from regenerative farms are Philosopher Foods, whose founder Tim Richards has also appeared on this program, and the fermented olive company Big Picture Foods. Let's hear what some of the regenerative exhibitors felt about the show. Blake Alexander with Alexander Family Farm. It was wonderful to be here this week and we had excellent meetings with lots of retailers and distributors and folks that are interested in even partnering with us and using some of our regenerative dairy products and their chocolates or their sausage as cheese and different things. And so it's very, very exciting to get back out face to face and meet people and communicate. Hello, this is Matt Meyer with Thousand Hills Lifetime Grazed Grass-Fed Beef, and we're at Expo West, and it was really great to be here with all the energy and excitement to be back together, talking to people, actually tasting products, walking around, and being able to talk to our great customers. It was a blast. See you next year. Hi, I'm Richard Watson with Heart Dairy. I'm the founding farmer from Augusta, Georgia. We're at the Expo West. Very happy to be here. It's our first year with our fantastic product. We are a grass-fed, year-round, 365-day dairy, providing whole milk, chocolate milk, and 2% milk, and it's been a great show. A lot of interest, getting back to real food from happily, humanely raised cows. Hey, I'm Tim. I'm with Philosopher Foods, and this was our first time ever exhibiting at Expo West, and we loved it. We love being a part of this community. It's an awesome community where people are dedicated to creating products that promote the flourishing of people on the planet. And we feel honored to be a part of an industry that's trying to lift people up, lift the planet up, and make it all a better place for everybody. Hey, I'm Daniela. And I'm Chris. And we're with Big Picture Foods. The energy here at Expo West 2022 has been amazing. It's so great to be back sampling products. You know, we have Next Year Award finalists that we've been able to get into the hands and the mouths of new customers, and the feedback has been amazing. So it's been awesome to see the validation of all of our hard work. Absolutely. And just the attendance here at Expo West has been amazing. It's almost like a high school reunion, and no one has seen each other for the past couple of years. So, so much excitement around the industry feel like the industry is bigger and stronger than ever. My name is Gabe Brown. I'm with Regenified. Really enjoying it here at Expo West, getting to meet a lot of companies, supply chains that are interested in regenerative products and proving out the regenerative process. Thank you to all the regenerative brands giving commentary about the show. The second takeaway from Expo West is actually related to the first. Two of the regenerative farmers I saw fulfilled another area I've been asking to see more of. So that's why I waited to mention you. What have I wanted to see more of? Pasture-raised chickens. While we've seen enormous growth in grass-fed beef, the focus on chickens has been towards organic as opposed to being pasture-raised. Now, it's important to see chickens being raised on food free of pesticides, GMOs, but organic chicken doesn't say anything about how much time the animals spend on pastures. A lot of farmers have moved away from cages, crates, and crowding, all good. Still, many of these ranchers provide little to no outdoor access for their chickens. At Expo West, there were two pasture-raised poultry farmers exhibiting for the first time at the conference. First was Pasture Bird. Its founder, Paul Grieve, was on this podcast back in 2013, when they had just begun farming and focused on delivery to the Southern California area. Now, they're hitting the supermarkets. And they're also a participant 
of the Savory Institute's land to market. The other pasture-raised chicken was Cook's Venture. Cook's has regenerative farming practices, along with being GAP-certified pasture-raised, humane-certified, and non-GMO-verified. Plus, they were cooking up at the show some of their juicy chicken, including their skin-on-chicken breasts and their sausages. I especially love their chicken kielbasa. Being from Cleveland, I know a good kielbasa when I taste one. Let's hear what the founders of each of these pasture-raised chicken farms have to say. Paul Grief here with PastureBird, first time ever exhibiting at Expo West, and to be honest, it's exceeded my expectations because we just had a lot of really good positive energy. People are excited to be in person again. Almost all positive. The only one kind of weird thing has been a lot of this plant-based stuff, and it's been fun to be a real meat brand. A lot of people have been surprised when they walk by and say, wait, are you doing real chicken? So regenerative is a big buzzword, and we're excited to be part of the movement. Hey, this is Matthew Wadiak, the founder and CEO of Cook's Venture. We're out here at Expo West having a great time serving people better chicken, better for the planet, better for people, better for the environment, and better tasting food for everyone. So we're really excited to have animal meat that can actually be restorative to a local environment and build a circular food system, starting with the soil, the grain, biodiversity, and quite honestly, just food that tastes good. Now for the third takeaway from Expo West. This podcast is called The Appropriate Omnivore. So it's time to get into a couple of the trends I'm noticing with plant-based products. Beverages have always been a big part of the Natural Product Expo. Now more than ever, there are all new types of beverages. For a long time, the largest beverage trend has been kombucha. Kombucha vendors still had a big presence at the show, including some I'd learned about for the first time. But with kombucha being a very competitive industry, many are feeling it's time to introduce similar beverages with a slightly different take. So we now have probiotic and prebiotic beverages in the forms of seltzer water, sparkling water, and soda pop, among others. And this raises the question I'm sure many people have, what's the difference between probiotics and prebiotics? It breaks down to this. Probiotics are living bacteria which add on to the amount of good bacteria in your digestive system. Prebiotics are plant fiber which feed your good bacteria. Seeing some beverages use probiotics while other beverages use prebiotics had me curious as to why they chose what they did. What was even more fascinating was how almost all of the exhibitors had different reasons and they all made sense. For some, Using probiotics had to do with coming from the kombucha industry. Kombucha company The Boo now has sparkling probiotic water. Molson Coors has taken their Clearly Kombucha line off the market, but are using their wonderful flavors for their new probiotic seltzer. Culture Pop's founders had previously worked in kombucha, so they went into making a probiotic soda pop. And being from the Midwest, I gotta love that they call it pop, not soda. Hum Kombucha also has a couple flavors of probiotic pop. Other cases for probiotics I heard was using alive food and that they help you grow more good bacteria. And for the reason they like to include prebiotics, they greatly varied and pretty much all made sense. Prebiotic soda makers Vena said they like prebiotics because they don't have any flavor to them, whereas people can be turned off by the taste probiotics give. Poppy, another prebiotic pop, pointed out that prebiotics are more shelf-stable than probiotics. 
and yet another prebiotic pop called Rebel talked about how their prebiotic formula was easier to develop. Then there was Tervita. They also make a prebiotic soda, but take it a step further. This company, which was founded by a gastroenterologist and his son, adds functional ingredients to their drinks. These ingredients come from their Indian culture and included spices such as turmeric, cinnamon, and ginger. Their explanation for going with prebiotics was that some heat is applied to the spices they add and probiotics would be destroyed by the heat. But perhaps the greatest point made by these various probiotic and prebiotic beverage brands was that in the end, neither one is necessarily better than the other, and I learned you should incorporate both in your diet. This is why Health Aid Kombucha decided to make their pop label with prebiotics, since they have probiotics with their kombuchas. Similarly, Mortal Kombucha also offers a number of prebiotic drinks along with the probiotics from their kombuchas. And then there's the company Wild Wonder, who have both probiotics and prebiotics in their sparkling water. We'll now hear from Tervita about their experience in Anaheim. Hey guys, I'm Deb, the founder of Terveda Super Sodas. Essentially, we are like a Olipop and five bonus shots had babies, or you could say a Coke just started doing yoga. It's our first exhibition this year, and it was such a tremendous response and feedback. We got to meet so many cool people, buyers and consumers, customers, engaging. And so this show has been phenomenal in that sense. And it's great to be back after two years to see everyone back in the grind in health and wellness. And I recommend this show to anyone. Everyone should come check it out, especially if you're into healthy foods and new innovative products that are bound to disrupt the future. So yes, I recommend it and attend next year. Oh, sorry. You caught me snacking on some flackers. I didn't realize it's back to me. What I was snacking on is part of my next takeaway from the Expo West, and that is food producers are actually finding a way to concoct gluten-free ancient grains into great-tasting snacks and sweets. When served as whole grains, ancient grains offer more fiber, vitamins, and minerals. But for so long, it's been hard to find a company who knew how to do them right. Two exhibitors at this year's Expo West proved that could be done. Flackers, which I was snacking on, began with making flaxseed crackers. They've recently launched crackers using ancient grain phonio along with flaxseed. Mixing together their flaxseeds and ancient grains with organic herbs and spices, they've created a healthy snack like I've never tasted before. And on the sweet side of ancient grains, there's Live Bar. Live Bar uses the ancient grains, sorghum and millet, plus seeds such as pumpkin, hemp, flax, and quinoa. The grains and seeds are mixed with organic freeze-dried fruits such as blueberries, raspberries, cherries, and lemons, and sweetened with coconut sugar. And here's what the co-founder of Flackers has to say about the Expo. I'm Don Kelly with Flackers. So happy to be back at Expo West and to see a bunch of great people and friends and positive energy, people getting back together and learning about natural products. So now I'm at my last observation of trends seen at the Natural Products Expo West. This is related to some of the comments people have been making that you've heard, and that is, we are seeing more of plant-based meats on the market, but real meat is still here to stay. I know many worry about the future of meat when we're seeing all these veggie meats promoted, 
At the Expo West, there were plant-based meats and cheeses, which I had never heard of before. Many exhibitors of meat products had to deal with people walking by their booths and wondering if it was actual meat. But I see that the two can coexist. Last year on my podcast, I interviewed Scott Lively, author of the book For the Love of Beef and founder of the meat company Raise American. He explained that these plant-based meats aren't moving people away from animal products. They're simply more options for the vegetarians and flexitarians who already aren't eating meat or eating less than others. He further compared the plant-based meats to the kosher label as they both target a very small group of people. Attending the Expo West, I see proof that meat, especially organic, grass-fed, and regenerative meat is still going strong. Along with the regenerative brands of beef and chicken I mentioned, there were a number of other great discoveries in terms of meat, chicken, and dairy. Blue Nest Beef was there to introduce their 100% grass-fed sticks called Bobolinks. In addition to being grass-fed, they're also certified by the National Audubon Society for grazing on bird-friendly land. The choices for bone broth continue to grow, as they learned about two new bone broths, Fawn Bone Broth and Dr. Kellyanne. Both have chicken and grass-fed beef broths. Dr. Kellyanne also offers collagen, another animal-based product which is ever-expanding. Plus, there was another new dairy farmer I got to meet, Zeal Creamery. They have grass-fed milk and butter. They're also animal welfare approved by Greener World and non-GMO Project Verified. There was also Buttercraft Provisions. Buttercraft Provisions sells butter, as their name obviously implies. Additionally, they've gotten into animal fats, such as beef tallow and duck fat. Animal fats are another item we need to see more of on the market, as they've been demonized for so long. Finding their booth gives me hope. There was also returning favorite Grass Run Farms, which has excellent 100% grass-fed beef products. At this show, they had a team cooking up their steaks, ground beef, hot dogs, and sausages. And they had no problem finding takers of everything they cooked. If that doesn't convince you that real meat isn't going anywhere, I don't know what will. Let's hear from a couple of these meat exhibitors I spoke about. Hi, my name's Trevlin Carson. I'm with Grassroom Farms. I was so enthusiastic to come to Expo West, and it turned out to be such a great show this year. It felt so great to be back. It felt so great to be cooking and sharing our love of 100% grass-fed and finished beef with everyone and to feel it back from everyone. And the response that we got this year was just huge. So a lot of fun this show. I hope everyone had a lot of fun as well. Todd Churchill, co-founder of Blue Nest Beef. We partner with the National Audubon Society. Audubon has gone out and found the ranchers that know how to use their cattle to create bird habitat instead of destroy it. We buy their 100% grass-fed cattle and sell those as frozen beef boxes throughout the country as well as make our Bobo Links beef sticks. The show's fantastic. It's so great to be able to interact with people that care about what they eat. This show is filled with what I call thoughtful eaters. Now we may disagree about what exactly is the best diet for you or for me, but what I love is every single person at this show is a thoughtful eater. Todd's comment very well illustrates that there's room on the market of products both for meat eaters and non-meat eaters. I should also mention that there were many other livestock-related exhibitors at the Natural Products Expo West, whether they be offering steaks, ground beef, sausages, hot dogs, chicken, bacon, turkey, deli meats, animal fats, jerky, meat sticks, pork rinds, milk, butter, cheese, ice cream, yogurt, bone broth, 
collagen, gelatin, fish, eggs, and countless other products from responsibly raised animals. Wow, I get hungry just mentioning all of these. For more information on the brands of animal products not talked about in this episode, you can learn about them on my social media. We're just about out of time for this show, but before we go, I'm going to play some more of my favorite exhibitors saying what they liked about this year's expo. Hi, I'm Jacqueline Crabb. I'm with Truly Grass-Fed. We're a sustainable dairy brand imported from Ireland. Expo this year has been great. It's been wonderful seeing all these faces of customers and consumers, really good energy. It's been fun walking around the show to see what's kind of launched over the last two years. We've had a really great experience chatting with customers about you know, our own increased distribution and the good things to come with Truly Grass-Fed. Michelle Still, the membership manager at Upcycled Food Association, and we are so enjoying our time here at Expo West. It's actually our first show, first time meeting folks in person, and it's just been so great to spread the word about upcycling and be able to chat with so many folks and see all the new innovative products here live. Hi, Bruce Dyehammer with Sioux Honey Association. We had a great show here today. In fact, the last three days. Very busy on Wednesday, slowed down a little bit yesterday and then picked up, and today was an exceptional third day, which really surprised. We'll be back next year. See you then. I want to thank all who participated in sharing their 2022 Natural Products Expo West stories at the Anaheim Convention Center. It was great being able to connect with all of you in person. Many I know I'll be in contact with over the year and look forward to seeing everybody again in person in 2023. That's all for this episode of The Appropriate Omnivore. New episodes of the show are now released every Wednesday. My guest next week is Alex Lewin, author of the book Real Food Fermentation. Follow me on social media for more information on the next podcast. And to make sure you never miss any of my podcasts, go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher and subscribe to The Appropriate Omnivore. You can also listen to all my podcasts on my website, appropriateomnivore.com. There you can find recipes from the guests I interview, plus all of my articles covering lifestyles in the world of real food. Until next time, my pantry is officially closed.